Hello and welcome back to the Hearts Wide Open podcast where we talk about men's mental health and well-being. Um, my name is Dennis and as always we're here with Mr. What's my name? What's your name? Surush. Surush. <laughs> Surush. He actually, no, 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 no. He, he told me that he likes the nickname <laughs> Sushi. No, that, that is not correct. I, I do not like the nickname. But also, I, I, I couldn't, I could never find an easy nickname for myself. That it's just understandable. So sometimes I just stick with sushi because everybody likes sushi. I mm. hope so. My mom doesn't like sushi. Okay, well, uh, yet. backfired. Yet. <laughs> I'm still trying. But I to hope your mom likes me. Uh, she said neutral. You're decent. <laughs> I'm decent. Okay, <laughs> according to Dennis's mom, I'm, I'm decent. I'm okay. Oh no, my parents love you. Okay, okay, thank you. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's been a while since we've been uh, recording here. Mm -hmm. uh, last time we served you another episode, a special episode, and before and we also had a extra week in between since we post a new episode every second and fourth Tuesday of the month. Yeah. And the last month had an extra week, which gave us extra time. Mm -hmm. um, but some of you have also been waiting and asking, where is the next episode? Yeah. So we're um, very curious and we're still figuring out a lot of things like oh, how often should we post new episodes, etc. So you will see some polls on our Instagram channel where we'll be asking you um, how often you listen to podcasts, for example, or other questions about your um, Yeah, about your preferences when it comes to listening to podcasts, mm -hmm. just so that we can really serve you content that fits your schedule and yeah. your preferences. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, some other things has changed. First of all, the first time we don't, we're not recording during the day, so maybe the lights is a bit different. It's not. I don't. I think. Yeah. I think the lighting is changing overall because the season we are entering uh, fall yeah. from summer, and in Netherlands it's the sun is almost getting. What time is it right now? Um, it's 8.30 yeah. It's almost already dark Yeah Comparison indeed. to beginning of summer Yeah and like last time we recorded At this time it was still super yeah. bright outside. Well but what we were recording Doesn't matter If yeah. it's dark or light We're here We're here exactly Yeah And uh, yeah we don't have a studio yet Where we can control the light 100% But mm. um, we might get there Let's see We hopefully uh, get there So yeah for maybe you, For everyone who's curious And for people who are watching On YouTube We have a whole window front over here, so that's why we're really impacted by the light conditions. And weather today and also this week has been amazing. Last last week, someone told me, hey, uh, I'm not ready for this summer to be finished. But yeah. then immediately a week later, we get another week of uh, hot temperatures. It's, it's amazing in Netherlands. If you're listening from somewhere else, we were st struggling with the weather here. So you really have two weeks of summer and it's mostly cloudy all the time. So when it's sunny and 25 to 30 degrees, everybody's out there. Um, yeah, today, since it's been a while, we wanted to talk about uh, what's been going on this summer and give you a small update. Um, so Surush, what have you been up to in the past uh, yeah, six to eight weeks this summer? Six to eight weeks. Uh, it's, a, it's a good question. It really went by very fast. Mm -hmm. I remember, I think the last episode we recorded be was before my holidays. And I was very busy with work and I, I told you we wanted to record, but I said I really need some personal time because I, I just wanted to go on holidays with a clean mind. Uh, what has been happening? Where did you go on holidays? I, I, I went to a music festival in Belgium. Uh -huh. to It's called Pucklepop with a friend of mine. 
and after that I came back for a few days I was here and then I went to Turkey with my parents yeah all right yeah and a lot a lot of stuff happened in the <laughs> and a lot of stuff happened. a lot of ups and downs okay but if, if you want we can talk about those all right let's go yeah okay but, uh, um I don't we, we, we can from the beginning yeah yeah we can we can start from Paco pop um you went to the festival like with a friend of yours right? yeah, yeah yeah i went with a friend of mine and i was really looking forward to it because last year i also went to another great festival siget mm. which was partying for seven days it was a little bit too much but we really had a good time yeah. so this one was techno it's a mix of everything it's it's like a big festival for four days and basically you get i think five six stages you have mainstream music you have like there were famous artists, Billie Eilish, okay. Youngblood. All right. And you also have techno, you have some alternative music, you had rock music. Um, basically, every kind of music was there. A lot of uh, Dutch and Flemish and a little bit of French music since it was in Belgium, which makes sense. Um, but I was really looking forward to it. We went there with my friends. At the beginning, it was very difficult because we had to wait so much in line to set our tent. And okay. it was like you had to fi fight for a spot. Yeah, it's always like this, man. And we were there even early. Yeah. And we were just fighting for our spot. And I was very chill. I was like, dude, it's okay. Worst case, we get a few meters back in the yeah. spot. Uh, it's really a war. Huh? It's a, it it really was a war, man. Yeah. And it was so fucking tightly packed. Mm -hmm. Like when I was uh, putting my tent on, there was this fr Belgian girl who was speaking French. She was so pissed so stressed mm -hmm. it's like uh merci uh, we're <laughs> putting my tent in your uh, tent and i i literally was like hey chill <laughs> like listen we are we are neighbors for the mm -hmm. next four days and you're very stressed and at the end we figured it out but it was quite far to be fair mm. every time we wanted to go to the festival it was a legit 20 minutes walk to go oh wow and 20 minutes to come back and then also in the festival you go from stages to stages in another 20 30 minutes and overall in those four days we i think my phone according to my phone we walked around average thirty thousand steps per day well, it's including dancing and everything. Well, yeah, yeah, dancing yeah, yeah. Is a big part as well. But it's a lot, man. In yeah. four days. <laughs> yeah. Hundred twenty thousand steps. Uh, but it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. We had fun with the music. What's your favorite part of the festival? The favorite part of the festival. Mm, like the favorite section of. There was a lot of Fred again, mm -hmm. uh, mixed with techno. Okay. That I really enjoyed. And next week we are also going to a Fred again yeah, show, yeah. by the way, with Dennis. Yes. And uh, that I really enjoyed. Uh, the last night I just talked with a very random stranger. She told me her entire life story. That was also interesting. Uh, the moment I had with my friend, we had some deep conversation. That was that was pretty interesting for me. Um, the music was very good in some stages. For example, I really also liked the ending of Billie Eilish. Mm -hmm. It was the music was okay. It was a little bit mediocre because I had maybe high expectations. But then at the end, they had this huge firework 
and ended with like just a, such a ending mm. it was a really beautiful ending and that was for me was very interesting my boss was also there by the way i also met with him he's very cool and we had some beers well it was fun it was it also had some down moments not down moments but there were things that i remember i was not fully satisfied with uh for example some well festival wise you had to wait every morning 40 minutes one hour for the shower it's quite typical festival yeah and uh, yeah it was very loud on those four days i never had a silent moment mm. and i felt a little bit overwhelmed to be honest yeah. sometimes i felt like okay can i just have a moment for myself and you d you really don't get a lot of those moments and because music like normally music has this effect on you right <coughs> and it's kind of also therapeutic in a way for you it is therapeutic but i feel like not for four days it's not <laughs> very therapeutic and uh, something that i also remember that it was a very belgian festival yeah like almost 95 percent were belgian and very young like oh. under 20 years old okay 16 people 16 year old 18 year old oh that's even is that even allowed oh, I, I, I think so okay. i think i think you should be minimum 16 to get in something mm -hmm. like that um so those were a little bit overwhelming some of those stuff um but yeah still i think about it maybe i went there with the expectation of recreating what i had last year Mm -hmm. and this is never good i always have this try to walk into things without expectations but at yeah. the end you have expectations and i'm sometimes it's also an internal battle of how i face something like it is my first time yeah it, it's it's still difficult for me and besides so did those expectations in the end impact your uh, experience negatively then would you say or um <coughs> Or what were your expectations just to have the same experience as last time? Maybe, yeah. But then it, I came to myself. I was like, look at this as a new experience, as yeah. a different experience, and try to enjoy where you are. And it got better. Something that bothered me a little bit was um, that I was, I was also there to really spend time with my friend as well. Mm. And also, of course, meet new people. But I also always looking forward to spending time with my friend and not being on our phone. But I get it. He was sometimes on his phone and he had, let's say, other priorities, okay. which I get it. Maybe wasn't aligned with my priorities. Okay. <laughs> and. Uh, but, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this is too much to ask. Maybe everybody everybody has their own thing to be happy and maybe i should have communicated with him sooner mm. that i at the end i told him yeah that uh, we are here well i'm here to spend time with you and enjoy the music yeah and uh, he he was very listening and he understood he wished i told him sooner yeah and after i told him he was actually much more present yeah and this was I think for us was such like a bonding moment that yeah I wish I knew about this sooner that you told me this bothers you yeah and then I would have done something about it and yeah 
so that was that was the festival experience briefly that's uh, that's so interesting that like uh i think this is I've, this happened to me as well a lot of times that i was like bothered by something over a period of time and i didn't voice like my my uh, i didn't vo voice myself or yeah. i didn't make myself uh, clear that something is bothering me and uh, as i and then i just went on and it just made me like it bothered me more and more and then once i actually address it or we talk about it it's just like poof it's gone a lot of times like cause then i i emptied myself and then the other person can see what was inside me and um, if it's not something super out of the box and super like foreign to this person and most of the time there is they meet this with ex uh, understanding yeah, yeah. and uh, indeed and at least so you talk about it yeah at least you talk about it communication can solve so many things yeah. and, and fair communication fair communication that is true that is true always true but yeah at the end uh, i had fun yeah i'm not sure if i will go to poco pop again so I actually got interviewed and it was very hot. I, I was literally dying. You, you couldn't sleep more than 9 a.m. in the tent because it mm -hmm. became like a sauna. And we went to the festival. I had a cocktail hiding in the shadows. And this lady came with the microphone and he was like, yeah, uh, are there enough shadows in the festival? <laughs> and I was like, well, obviously you see me hiding here. <laughs> so the answer is no. What do you want me to say? I was like, what do you want Paco Pop to do? I was like, uh, maybe put more roof on the, it's not that yeah. difficult plant more trees yeah. up there but but to their advantage Puckle Pop really had a good organization yeah. compared to Siget that I went last year everything was designed for something mm. like you really never waited so much long to get drinks uh, there were a lot of bathrooms the mm. stages were well organized it was well cooled and yeah, only problem were shadows, in my opinion. And they even, it was grass. Everywhere were grass. They actually planted grass for the entire festival. Well, by the last day, there was no grass. It was mud. <laughs> but it was impressive, to be fair. Yeah. And yeah, I came back. I came back really looking to just spend some time with myself. Yeah. Yeah, to just recharge and, and reflect. Yeah, I can imagine that such a festival takes a lot of energy as well while it probably also gives you a lot of energy uh, during while it's happening yeah um but the body's normally super exhausted after right nice all right so after that you took some time to rest and recharge yes and then yes yes then then you went on another holiday <laughs> 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 this time not to a festival no uh, no this time, this one was more relaxing. So I was supposed to meet my family in Turkey. Uh, I haven't met them in a year. Wow. So I was also looking forward to that, really. Not, not a good start to the holiday. The thing is, well, I'm being Iranian, naturally not a, not a good planner. Yeah, right? Iranians like, are known to be very shitty plan. Well, actually, listen to uh, me. <laughs> we live life. By the moment, we are not shitty planners. If I call my friends yeah. right now, say, hey, let's go out for drinks in one hour, they will be out for drinks in one hour. Someone will, 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 Someone will be there. Will That's the thing. And I really like that about uh, my Iranian friends. And in Netherlands, you have to book someone in advance in two weeks for 7 to 8 p.m., not more, because they have another plan there. <laughs> uh, but I have become a little bit of Dutch. 
living here for <laughs> five years. I became a little bit of that. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I lived here for yeah. five years. You cannot live without scheduling. No. no, otherwise you're living in a parallel yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> society. Yeah. And I told my parents that, okay, what time, what time do you want to go there? They couldn't tell me the time two weeks before to meet in turkey meet in turkey what days do you want <laughs> two weeks there? in advance two weeks in advance they couldn't let me before that i was like guys i have to take holidays from work i have to ask people yeah. i have to book flights it's expensive uh at the end they gave me an estimate one month before uh courtesy of them okay estimate not the actual oh that was an estimate yeah yeah, yeah. i bought the tickets one week before the festival, mm-hmm. my dad calls me. So yeah, change of plans. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to Turkey or what? No, Turkey was the only option. Okay. To be fair, uh, so yeah, change of plans. Instead of Saturday, we're going on Friday because uh. there's no flight from there. And I checked the flights. It was it was very expensive, double the price. Uh, I bought a new flights from. Amsterdam to Turkey, the the places that I went to, and I was like, okay, since since they came one year one day earlier, they would have leave one day earlier. So I stayed there technically eight days. The last day I didn't have the hotel mm. because we stayed in a good hotel, and I didn't mm. have the money to for to stay in that hotel. My parents pay for it, so I booked the Airbnb mm-hmm. for a much cheaper price, for like fifty euro mm-hmm. per night for the last day. Plus, so Airbnb plus a flight from Amsterdam to the place. It still costs a lot of money. Hmm. The night of the flight, I got very sick. To go back. No, from Amsterdam uh, to from Amsterdam to, to Turkey. Yeah. My flight is at 5 a.m. I got I woke up to fever at like 2 a.m. Yeah, I was fucked up. I was like, oh man, I'm not gonna oh make yeah, this. Yeah, you told me you were getting sick. Yeah, uh, before yeah, you left. yeah, exactly. And I was like, you know what, Surush, pull your shit together. You're getting on this plane. So very hardly, I put get my shit together. I get to the airport, wait in the line. I was feeling very bad, honestly. Mm. I don't know how, how I went there. And uh, I get in the line. They're like, oh, we cannot, we cannot board you on the flight. This ticket is not sellable. Whatever that means. For whatever reason, yeah. Okay. This ticket is not sellable. And this is from Transavia, by the way. Yeah. If if you're <laughs> <laughs> give them some f- some money, very back. money, yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, I went home actually. Also a little bit happy because I was feeling terrible. And on the w- imagine I had to pay for Uber also yeah. from the home to the airport, airport to like. there. I flew with my original flight the next day. Mm. It was fun. The time with my family there was pretty good. I really mm. enjoyed it. I will go to the end of wh- how I came back. Okay. Then I, I can also talk about what happened in the middle. Yeah. And the last day, well, my parents left on, my parents and my brother left on Thursday. I still had an extra day on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing is that I get to the Airbnb. Um, I, it was very hot. I stayed in the balcony and... Uh, I called a friend of mine and then we were like talking on the phone and I was playing with the balcony door and this is like 9.30, almost 10 p.m. And Jiling, I closed the balcony door. <laughs> okay, what does that mean? 
It means it doesn't open from outside. Oh. That's what it means. So it was one out. of these sliding doors that when you when it reaches the end, it just locks. Oh, so basically, you arrive in an Airbnb, you talk to someone within on fifteen the minutes. I locked oh, myself. Oh, <laughs> and it was it was like ten p.m. I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I'm fucked. I'm 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 sleeping. They had a pool outside. I was like, I'm sleeping in this pool. Um, yeah, but luckily the guy I called and and listen to this, <laughs> smart me left the key on the door from the inside. So okay. even with the key from the outside, they couldn't open the door. Uh. The guy had to jump from the fence, and they came in and they like jammed the door with a piece of metal, and they opened the door. I felt so ashamed. Mm. Within 15 minutes, imagine you get there 15 minutes, you fuck everything up. But luckily he was he was super nice guy and uh, everything went out well. The next day I went to the airport. Uh, my flight wasn't direct. I had to, it, because it was cheaper, I, I flew from uh, Turkey to Berlin and then from Berlin to Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah, this is when you called me. <laughs> yes. Not not yet. No. Oh I yeah. fly to Berlin. I spend uh, probably around two, three hours in the airport. The flight is one hour delayed. I'm already pissed because I want to be home as soon as possible. As I was traveling too much. I was two, mm. three weeks. I was just traveling. And uh, when I got to the gate, to actually board the plane they're like yeah you have to pay an extra 60 euro fine because uh, the, the I paid for luggage but apparently for EasyJet <laughs> you're saying the names like <laughs> EasyJet if you're don't fly with them <laughs> do not I swear to god uh, EasyJet is the worst I fucking airline I only had bad experiences with those guys it's terrible yeah. it's terrible terrible I paid I, uh, uh, in advance I paid for extra luggage like 30 euro and it's called hold luggage. When I when you tell somebody hold luggage, what what does it mean? Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not for EasyJet. <laughs> it means that you have to check in your luggage. Uh, yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. And he showed me like a logo that it was like this is a check-in logo. It's like that's just the suitcase with a dot under. How do you say that it's check-in logo? Anyway, I paid the extra 60 euro. Uh one hour delayed i pay extra 60 euro pissed get onto the plane sat for another hour in the plane in a hot weather mm. because apparently they were short on crew to load and unload the mm. things the suitcases i was like dude we are gonna go out load and unload this just fly this freaking plane to amsterdam after one hour, they're like yeah flight is canceled <laughs> you were already in the plane no? oh, we, everybody <laughs> was on the plane Oh God! And I was just looking in the mirror. I was like, "Why? Why it is? Why? It, why, <laughs> why is this happening? This curse of I'm I'm cursed in a few months for planes. Not on the road. Just don't I fly, man. Get, yeah, yeah. It's bad for the environment. Because also a few months ago in Vienna, I slept through my flights. <laughs> anyway, I had to take train back from Berlin. I had to go to Berlin. I freaked out. Talked to Dennis for a while. Thank you for staying on the phone with me. <laughs> I was r really freaked out. Yeah. And yeah, 
the next day I took a train which was eight hours never ending train and that's how I came back so this Amazing. is the beginning and the ending so I remember this is actually super interesting because I remember you calling me yeah or texting me and then calling me and the energy i got was super pissed and angry and and i'm barely i barely have this what kind of am i gonna do and uh you know now when you talk about it you're already much more calm i have to say i mean there's still some frustration i can see yeah but i'm interested so in that moment uh, uh like that moment when we were in touch when you were when everything was just like fuck you all i don't like this i'm pissed yeah. like what was the next thing that happened how did you come down from there basically from that mountain of anger or whatever you may call it what was that process <sighs> i never came down honestly right, it's still a bit angry i can see but i how do you cope with it you know how, how i think it happened the thing is i bought my ticket through a third party agency And I got an email from EasyJet that you can get a hotel voucher and you can get canceled and refund or a flight option. But I couldn't get it because I bought it from a third mm. party. And I felt like you're in the middle of 10,000 options because what do you do now? You get mm. Do you get a voucher? Do I get a voucher? Do I get another flight tomorrow? Do I get a flight right now and fly back to Amsterdam? Do I get a refund? Do I call somebody in Berlin to stay there? Should I go to Berlin? Should I just go to Dusseldorf and take a Flixbus? Mm. Is there a Flixbus from the airport? How to get to Berlin from the airport? <laughs> <laughs> All of this were just going through my mind. Yeah. And I was on my phone 24-7 and I was just typing things. How to get from Berlin airport to Berlin. Mm. And what helped was time. That as time was passing by, my options were getting more and more limited. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was late at night. As well. <laughs> it was getting late and late and late. I checked the bus. It was in 15 minutes. I was like, okay, I'm not going to take the bus. I'm not going to make it to the bus. <coughs> Train. Train is half an hour. I'm gonna, not going to make it to Berlin Central in half an hour. The plane for the next day was booked. And uh, yeah, I almost didn't know anyone in Berlin. I had some a uh, friend but we are not very close so I, I don't want to bother them and also it helped that I saw a lot of people with the same problem okay. I was on the train going to Berlin Central and there was a girl and she was looking for blah blah car mm. and she was also she was more stressed than I was she was like mm. yeah I have to make it to the birthday party and we, we were invited to a birthday party that night of uh, yeah. Yeah. Navid yeah, yeah. but I, I told you as the time was going by I was like okay well whatever even if it's money lost it's money lost I still haven't got the money back by the way I got the 30 euro that I paid for the whole luggage <laughs> but still nothing else um yeah Yeah, I got to the airport, to the Berlin Central, just got a beer. I was like, well, this is it. Got to the hostel. It's like, it's it's a nice hostel. Mm. Just watched people a little bit. I was also tired. At first I was like, hmm, should I go out? Yeah. <laughs> Because it was a Friday night. Everybody was going out in the hostel. Like, uh, girls were dressing up and makeup and somebody was on a bachelor party. Mm. I was like, yeah, no, it's just too much. Let's just go to bed. Yeah. 
Hey, but honestly, yeah. um, so what I heard now, like, think what helped you get from that really angry state yeah down was time seeing other people accepting also yeah. accepting that shit struggle. happens accepting it and then like also making the best of it i mean then like appreciating the hostel getting yeah. the beer just treating yourself as well in that moment yeah know? and also my friend dennis helped yeah, well. yeah. Dude, some, some, some virtual support <laughs> no you really did Mental otherwise support. Sometimes yeah. in this situation, I like everything goes on at the same time in my mind, yeah, and honestly, I've I've been there as well, and I know in Germany, at least in Germany, I know my way around because I grew up there. Yeah. So um, that's why I think I can be a bit helpful as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really interesting experience. Uh, you would call yeah, it. <laughs> you're venting here on the podcast. That's great. Yeah. Um, yes. So. Um, yeah, one thing I wanted to go back to, uh, f- to the beginning from your holiday, because you mentioned as well, these differences between this like Iranian Dutch way of thinking or planning things versus the just Iranian <laughs> way of doing it. And I experienced from myself that uh, when I meet with my parents or with even with just people who've been together already for a while, and then I'm coming in from like from another place or from another, yeah, uh, with different energy. With a different energy, indeed. Um, and I think that's also what happened with you, right? I mean, you're you're arriving in Turkey, and then you're meet you're coming with that energy that you carry with you, and then you have your parents and your brother over there, and they live together and they've been traveling together, so that's a different energy. And I rea- I know that myself, I often struggle. Uh, with these type of energies <laughs> when I'm entering a group like be it my family a group of friends or so I like in the beginning I often struggle to like also match the yeah to, I'm, yeah no, also sometimes I'm not sure have I changed maybe I don't want to match that energy maybe I want to carry my own energy you know uh, some things have changed maybe or maybe I'm not that guy anymore that just adapts to the environment here in this uh, case uh, I'm also somehow expected to behave in a certain way, the way people know me from the past. Maybe I changed in a certain way and I want to behave differently, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in, in general, it's just these thoughts and yeah, it's a bit of a struggle sometimes for me as well. And I'm wondering, since you haven't seen your family in a year, I can imagine that there was also quite some clash of energies, let's say. Uh, how was that um, for you? Just let me think about it for a second. Of course. I think it, w- I wouldn't call it the clash of energy, but for sure, our energies were different, especially from the beginning. Because, well, as you said, they live together and I only see them once a year and we live in different environments. So that's already different. And yeah, I remember, I remember I was. Also, when I got to the hotel, I was angry because of all the flight and everything. And they didn't let the taxi that I was in the hotel because you had to check in and they couldn't find my name and it was hot and I just want to see my family. Mm. And I got in, I checked in, I was complaining to the, I was complaining to the, what do they call it? Receptionist. The receptionist. And 
I, I was very mad and all of a sudden I felt the warmest hug from behind mm. and first it was a shock mm-hmm. and then my heart kind of warmed up and I, I, I turned back and it was my mom oh. and uh, even as I describe it right now my heart's really warm up I can see it man yeah yeah, yeah. and still for me th- that was one of the greatest moments but after one year i i saw her and that moment and it's i forgot about the receptionist and everything and i turned around to her and she was like have a good day bye <laughs> <laughs> and for sure when we sat down and we had dinner or lunch or whatever i felt a little bit like an outsider because i don't know they were talking about things that i was not really connecting maybe mm. Or I felt like, okay, what do I talk about that they're interested in? They're not interested in my music festival or mm-hmm. necessarily all the things that I do. And they were vibing and some there were moments that I felt like outsider. Mm-hmm. What am I doing in this? And not what am I doing? Why am I not in this cycle? Mm. Or why am I thinking about the time night? And you know, so you wanted to be part of that. Of course, yeah. of course you do. And it took time. I remember as more time we spent together and I was more with them, it was more adapted that we talked about things. I loosened up a little bit. But if you think about it, it's also a shock. huh? Mm-hmm. After, after one year seeing someone you love, it, yeah. it comes as a shock that is like, also sometimes comes to me that like, why am I not seeing these people more than once a year? And then you start questioning things, and then priorities comes, and blah blah blah. Have you? Did you think about that while you were together? I think so. Mm. Yeah. Some. Oh uh, yeah, I do think about it. And it's a difficult, difficult thing to think about. But um, yeah, I think with the priorities that I have now, still I have the right decisions that I made. And over the course of days, the, our energies matches more, of course. And I see it, and I was very happy that I saw I, I could see it that, for example, I'm a much different person than the Surush that left four years ago. Mm-hmm. And even from four years ago to the Surush that left five years before that. Mm-hmm. And I just see the difference. And for me, mostly it's good stuff. Like I, I look at myself two years ago. And now I'm much more capable of doing things that I was not two years ago. For me, it's much easier to talk to people. For me, it's much easier to stand for what I want. For me, it's much easier to, if I want something, to really move toward it. And imagine where I want to be, at least in the near future. Because mm-hmm. um, in the long run, I don't know. I, I try to not plan too much. As I said, I'm Dutch a little bit. Not. I don't know what I'm doing in three weeks yeah well i I know what you're doing (laughs) 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 you're surfing in portugal with me (laughs) that is true oh yeah i actually do know (laughs) not on top of my mind now that you said now that i know what those things you plan actually that's okay uh, yeah but it was it was a good holiday i tried to make most of it i tried to really not be on my phone try to encourage them to not be on their phone really um have conversation with my mom. I was really asking questions about her childhood. That's 
how was your childhood though tell me she i asked her to bring me some pictures from my childhood she brought the entire album wow. of my childhood picture mm. that's uh yeah if you want one day i can show you I it's want to quite see, funny. Yeah, 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 sure. it's quite funny and yeah for me that's a very bittersweet and very personal book and it ignited such emotions yeah. like imagine you they put something in front of you and it's just it's your life from the last 27 years mm. and it's like woo mm. it just shakes you down at least it shakes me down um but i i really tried to use most of my time with them yeah we made some great pictures um i tried to take videos of them mm. just just capture every moment <laughs> and yeah I'm satisfied with that trip. I remember the last day, even though I locked myself in the balcony of that Airbnb, I was very happy. Mm. I was very energized when I came back. Even though I was eight hours in the train, I'm still very happy. And I will still go through all those trains and planes and cancellation and fees and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah because I think it's really worth it. And then especially if you see your family or the loved ones that you have once a year, you really try to sink in and take in that one week or a few days that you yeah. have and because your time is limited yeah this, this is all there then i mean just like yeah. be in the presence because that's yeah, what yeah. Matters, and right? sometimes sometimes i wish we could live life like this mm. that this is sometimes I, I do and it's a big pressure if you think you're not never getting this afternoon back and what did you decided to do oh, well I, you decided yeah. to run so you were quite productive but think about it mm. and for me sometimes i think about every second of every day as a moment that you're not getting back and then i sometimes ask myself what are you doing in these moments and it really sometimes helped me prior prioritize what am i doing yeah yeah but overall, I think it was a very good holiday. I'm looking for the next one with you. Yes. I want to try not having our phone there. Spend Try to spend at least yeah. a few days offline. And maybe we can also debrief our experience with uh, the followers yeah. and the listeners. We'll, uh, we'll, tr we'll talk about the details uh, later, how we're going to do it. But yeah. I think we can uh, spend a week without our phones. Yeah without social media etc i am i'm really looking forward to it actually so let's do that as a commitment so surush and i uh in the third and fourth week of september for full seven days we're not going to use our phones Deal? Well, that's now now i'm already nailing the, <laughs> the details in as well i'm but working on the second week so yeah. the first week okay so the first yeah. week we're gonna be offline at least three four days you might least. see some posts that we schedule on forehand but yeah. we're actually offline um we can debrief that afterwards we sure. can talk about it yeah i would love that and um yeah just try to be more in the moment yeah try to make our moments yeah if you think about it and honestly last time i did this was it yeah, yeah. changes everything like your whole perception of things like it yeah uh we talked about it in the social media yes episode exactly. as well um feel free to go back to listen to that one the social dilemma mm -hmm. but um yeah we're wasting so much time on these uh, gadgets and uh, well to be fair to us to be fair to us we also discussed that 
they are designed to be addictive that's true and for me there should be some regulations that we have to self-regulate ourselves on what we consume and what we how much we consume but i think we talked about those on the social dilemma episode if you're curious to listen more about it or if you want us to discuss more about it and maybe even experiment stuff yeah we're super open to your suggestions as well let us know let us know cool yes and that's a wrap for today yeah that was uh, what i have been up to mostly for the summer i hope you enjoyed that episode and took a little bits of pieces of my story and things that i experienced and it was interesting for you too yeah and okay. come back for the next episode this has been Surush and Dennis um, checking out from this episode yes. <laughs> I'll stop talking now see you guys next time see you guys later bye bye, bye. bye. bye.